Hello, and welcome to the reading room. This is Kate, or Mrs. Lemonade on Twitter, and today I will be reading Chapter 3 of Hot-Headed by Movie Kitten. Disclaimer, this fic is rated for mature audiences. Please see the archive of our own link in the description for additional tags. The rest of the first day of school went mostly without incident, as Awa Sensei had allowed the class to watch out the windows as the first years took their physical quirk assessments. Achako's heart squeezed in nostalgia as she thought back on their first day as first years, as Awa-sensei had seemed so intimidating back then. Things had been so different for her as well. Back then, she'd only cared about becoming a well-paid hero so she could pay for her parents to be able to live a more comfortable life. Now things had changed. Her parents had begun to get more business just due to being associated with her name. She hadn't even graduated yet, and she was already helping them live an easier life. Of course, she still wanted her parents to live comfortably, maybe even not have to work at all eventually, but she knew that they wanted for her whatever made her happy. Deku had inspired her in so many ways to want for more than just money. He made her want to become a better hero, to push harder, to care about the people they were saving. She'd smiled warmly remembering how absolutely dreadful he'd been in their first day assessments. When she'd glanced at him, though, he was busy already scrawling the new students in his notebook. It was no surprise. The new students this year had impressed her. Another hot-headed boy with an interesting quirk had that same eat-shit attitude she knew other people had. This boy could illuminate any part of his skin, but was already using his quirk in such interesting ways such as pinpointing all of the light he could muster into one place in order to make something like a laser. He was truly prodigious. The problem was, he knew it, and was also an arrogant ass. Achako considered that Bakugo had not cooled his arrogance down, so much as risen in skill to fill that big head of his. He didn't really talk big with nothing to back it up, which was part of what made her so apprehensive about this quarrel he'd decided to take up with her. She had to admit that it was partially her fault. If she had backed down or played it off, he would have likely let her slide or gone on ignoring her. She just didn't want to be the person who did that anymore or passed by anyone's notice, even if that notice caused her trouble. After the first year assessments were over, Azawa-sensei had surprised them with something of a pop quiz, asking them about the quirks of the new students and how they could improve them or better utilize them. And of course, there Deku was with most of the answers, He'd only been picked a couple of times, though. Everyone already knew he could understand and assess quirks better than anyone. It was every pro hero's job to be able to do the same. General academic courses wouldn't start today, while they got into the ins and outs of what was expected of them. So Aizawa-sensei, and then a handful of other teachers, spent the morning outlining how their first year would be spent. More internships, more rigorous tests, more training, more, more, more. Plus ultra indeed. And at the end of the year, they would take the most important exam of their lives, their true hero license exam. If they didn't pass it, they wouldn't become pro heroes. All of this time at school would have been wasted. Makeups weren't a thing in the real world. Achako had felt rather overwhelmed by the time they broke for lunch. When she'd looked around, everyone had an exhausted expression as well. She'd eaten lunch with Deku and Ida as she always had. In the cafeteria, Bakugo had sat with Kirishima and Kaminari, thankfully, but he had thrown her occasional looks that read to her something like, 
I will end you. She did her best to ignore him, and somehow managed no further run-ins with him for the rest of the day. Leaving the school building, Achako used her quirk to lighten her book bag as she trudged back to the dorms with Deku, having stayed behind with him to discuss their roles as class representatives for this year. Just earlier that day, she'd felt a certain amount of elation at being chosen as class rep. Now, it felt like another responsibility laid on her and bogging her down. Even as her book bag floated just off of her shoulders, she could feel a massive weight on them. Going to be a busy year, huh, Arakatan? Deku's kind voice came as he walked slowly next to her. She looked up at him and smiled wanly. He looked so much more energetic than she felt. It was like he was looking forward to all of this stress. The afternoon sun shone off of his short, shorter but still messy forest green hair, bringing out the subtle threads of the golden hairs that peppered his head. She knew there were some darker blue shades in there, too. It made her jealous, having only plain brown hair and plain brown eyes. Yeah, she finally replied, sounding as tired as she felt. If this class rep stuff is too much for you, I'll cover for you, he said, turning to her. I voted for you because I knew you would do great in that role. You're capable of leading, and it's just another thing that will look good to any hero associations you want to join. But if all of this is overwhelming you, I don't mind picking up any slack. Her eyes widened at him. Deku. Then she realized why he seemed so energized. He was eating this up. This was his passion. He was a real hero. He'd already done and been through so much. All of this hero work probably seemed like peanuts to him, and this last year of school was his final stepping stone to becoming acknowledged, finally, as All Might's successor possibly even a new symbol of peace. He was so close, he could probably taste it, and it excited him. Achako felt shame burn her face. He deserved a better partner to represent the class than her. And he probably deserves a better person to be with than you, some small part of her thought, before she was able to put, pull back her emotions. Deku, she said again, you're right that this feels like a lot for me. She looked down at the ground. But I'm not going to leave you hanging. I wouldn't do that to one of my closest friends. I'm going to give this year my all and push myself to the very edge so that when I take the pro hero exam alongside you, I can feel like I measure up. I want to become a hero just as good as you. She looked back up to him and saw his eyes seemed very shiny as he smiled. Achako blushed furiously. Deku had gotten a lot better about crying over, well, everything. His face still often betrayed his emotions, but crying wasn't too common for him anymore. Nowadays, when he felt like crying, he'd get this glassy look to his eyes, then rein himself in. You're already a great hero, Aravity, he said, surprising her by using her hero name and pulling her into a quick, friendly side hug before releasing her. She looked away to hide her burning cheeks, a thrill running through her body at his contact, and gave a small laugh. Thanks, Deku. For everything. They continued on in companionable silence. Their first few weeks of school passed like lightning. The schoolwork they'd been assigned was reasonable. Achako didn't feel much pressure on that end. On the hero end, though, they'd been running the students ragged. After lunch every day, they would hone their quirks for an hour, then perform an exercise like running an obstacle course or rescuing civilians from a natural disaster. Aizawa-sensei, 
or whichever instructor would be teaching them that day, would always be harsh with their notes and pick at every little minute detail. From the very first day, even though her body was trim and toned exactly for these activities, Achako still went to bed sore and woke up more sore. She'd taken to stretching with Mina on the roof every morning and evening to let her muscles limber up. A few of the other girls joined them some days. Her easy companionship with Deku continued. Often, when they had the chance, he would team up with her for academic projects, such as reading a chapter of a book and discussing it, or researching a lesser-known country and giving a short presentation on its economy and government. It wasn't so much like that for hero training, though. The one time they had gotten to choose who to team up with, he had asked Mina, go figure. Achako remembered the nervous glance she'd given her when he'd asked. She'd known for a while that Achako had a crush on him, but she didn't want to be petty or jealous and nodded for Mina to go ahead. It was just one class, and he probably wanted to try to work with everybody in class by the end of the year. He was always trying to do everything he could to push himself further. Achako had just ended up pairing with Shoji, not wanting to play it safe with someone she'd worked with before either. Bakugo, on the other hand, seemed like he had a bug itching him to get under her skin. He would do small things to annoy her in general academic classes, like slowly tear the bits of paper from the spine of his spiral notebook and flick them under her desk, leaving hundreds of little papers for her to sweep up after class, or pretend to cough loudly when she was asked to read aloud. He would stand next to her sometimes when they lined up to be briefed for hero training and accidentally elbow her while reaching up to scratch his neck, or he'd get ahead of her in obstacle courses, he could always get ahead of her, and would look back at her as he passed her with a, really, that's the best you can do, smug expression. Nothing he did was enough for her to completely go off on him like she had before. Everything was just a tiny irritation that she knew he was doing to get under her skin. But now, every time he came even into her line of sight, she felt her blood start to boil and her skin would prickle. At one point, he thought he might be doing this to get her to lash out at him and embarrass herself. She resolved herself to not let that happen again. She set her jaw and pushed harder, trained with more vigor, needing to show him up, but also wanting to keep up with Deku. There were instances where she would quietly retaliate by pushing a floating pen to, not so softly, jab him in the arm when he wasn't paying attention, or hit him with her plated hip in the lineup when he chose to stand next to her. When she did, he would usually make her feel a tinge childish right after as he stared her down, before looking away without retaliating. He rarely actually spoke to her. The few times he had had been in the dorm when he'd spotted her in her pink puppy pajamas and snorted, saying, Nice jam jams, pink cheeks. And then, when he commented that a dish he knew she'd made tasted bland. One morning, Bakugo had emerged onto the roof of the dorms while she, Mina, and Toru stretched. A minor look of surprise at finding someone else on the roof flashed across his face before he smothered it to the more heavy-lidded, bored expression he usually wore upon seeing she was there. Achako figured he'd wander off after not finding the solitude it looked like he'd been seeking. But no, he'd stood there and watched, arms folded, his crimson eyes not leaving her. You can join us if you want, Bakugo-kun, Mina said in her clippy, I'm annoyed but I'm trying to be friendly voice. Tch, had been his only response before he'd walked back inside, slamming the door shut.
Pachaco had expected he would say something, but he hadn't. Something had bugged her about that. On the Friday of the third week into the school year, Aizawa-sensei brought the UA School Sports Festival up. You'll be in the senior division this year. This is your last chance to not only be scouted for your internships, but to impress future hero employers. Don't hold back. You have a lot to live up to. Everyone in class started chatting excitedly at this. Ajako could see Bakuko smirking out of the corner of her eye. She involuntarily made a face at this. Of course he was looking forward to the sports festival, yet again. He'd won the first year, and come damn close last year, losing to Deku, he'd nearly blown a gasket at that, in the final round of the combat stage. I don't know why you're making that ugly face, Floaty, Bakugo said in a low voice, leaning toward her so only she could hear. If I recall, you didn't even make it to the combat stage last year. And, well, we both know what happened first year. She scowled at him. She felt her fingers itch to scratch his face up. He made a mocking, sad face for her, his lower lip jetting out dramatically, then grinned as he turned in his seat to address Kirishima. Achako had to stay late to class with Deku that day in order to discuss the class's plans for the school festival with other class representatives. Apparently, they also had a hand in planning out the qualifying rounds for first and second years. The setting sun was beginning to turn the sky pink when she and Deku left the main school building to walk to their dorms. They chatted about what they might have in store for their kohai on the five-minute walk, and Ochako had to admit she was on a high from being able to spend so much time with him today. When they reached the 3A dormitory, Deku stopped short of a few stairs up to the doors. Ochako paused and looked back when she realized he had stopped moving. Deku-kun? she asked, concerned. He was looking at his feet and shifting nervously. It was such a strange contrast to the confident person he'd been just a few moments before. Raka-chan. No, Achako-chan, he said tensely, looking up again to face her. A hint of that weird expression he'd worn a few weeks ago was pulling at his face. Achako inhaled sharply at his use of her given name. She immediately felt warm all over. This was the first time he'd ever used that name before. She waited for him to continue, barely making a sound. I need to talk to you about... Oi! That grating voice made her jump. Achako closed her eyes firmly for a moment before refocusing them on the large figure coming up the walkway. Ugh. Now of all times? She shrieked in her mind, watching Bakugo's unhurried approach. She shot daggers at him with her glare. The look he shot back was so bored, it made her bristle further. Deku had been about to say something important, something she really, really wanted to know about. She was sure. The irony of the location and role reversal was not lost on her. What do you need, Kachan? Deku ground out, stepping a little in front of her. Was that anger in his voice? Bakugo came to a stop in front of them. He was already dressed down, unsurprisingly in a threadbare skull graphic tee and sweatpants, and carrying a bag of what looked like groceries. His eyebrows lifted fractionally. What makes you think I'm talking to you, Deku? His molten orbs went to hers as she peeked around Deku's massive form. A weight landed squarely on her chest when she felt his gaze shift to hers. 
Kachan, you need to... What I need is for you to get out of my way, loser. Bakugo sneered at him. Achako felt her anger bubbling close to the surface. This. Again. Fine. What do you want with me? She asked. Nothing but venom in her words. Bakugo tried to nudge Deku out of the way, but he stood firm. It was a bit of a surprise to her that he stood his ground this time, and her heart warmed that he would do this for her. Bakugo narrowed his eyes at Deku momentarily. I told you to get out of my way, Deku, he growled, his voice dangerously low. Back off of her, Kachan. We were busy before you... Bakugo's open hand sparked at his side, and Achako didn't need to think before she pushed Deku aside and Bakugo back a step, letting her quirk affect them slightly so she had the power to move their bulk. They had fought before outside of class, she'd been told once. It was late at night, and they'd been caught by All Might. He'd stopped them before they had killed each other. For crying out loud, they'd nearly killed each other. Luckily, no other staff had caught them, or they'd be expelled now. She couldn't let that happen again. Bakugo had set his sights on her because of the attitude she'd copped with him. Deku was trying to protect her from him. But he'd just recently told her that she was a great hero, and he believed in her. She would protect him now, by handling it herself, and letting him focus on more important things. You two can't fight here, you idiots. What are you doing? Do you want to throw everything you've worked for away? She snapped. Deku looked stricken. Moments ago, she'd been soft and affectionate with him. It had to feel like a slap in the face that she'd speak so harshly now. Bakugo just leered at her, his jaw tensing, presumably trying to hold back from acting out. He was clearly allowing her to hold him back. At least there was that. Deku, I've told you before that he'll never bother me. I can handle him. Please don't put your livelihood, your future, everything you've ever dreamed of on the line for me. Achako shook her head, her vision blurring at the edges. I can't bear the burden of that. There are more important things. Achako-chan, Bakugo snorted. Deku glared at him, then looked back to her. It wouldn't be right not to protect you. You're my friend. Nothing's more important. Achako smiled sadly at him. Deku-chan, please. You said I'm as good a hero as you, remember? I'm a hero too. I can handle myself. Let me talk to Bakugo. We're going to hash this out right now. Then you can tell me what you wanted to before. Deku stared at her a moment longer, hesitating. Please, Achako said again. Bakugo huffed and grumbled something under his breath she couldn't hear. Deku shot another look at Bakugo before stepping back toward the dorms. Okay, Achako-chan. Her heart fluttered at his name usage again. Do what you need to do. She watched him as he turned to walk up the stairs and through the front doors. You call me pathetic. Bakugo's gruff voice sounded behind her before she could turn back to him. She whirled around, and his crimson eyes immediately pinned her to the spot when she met them. He had a pissed look on his face, like she had somehow deeply offended him. But you're pathetic and an idiot. Achako sucked in a breath at his extremely rude comment. Her brows knit together, and she bared her teeth. You are an asshole, she near shouted at him. He didn't even flinch, just kept his sour expression aimed at her. What do you even know about me, Bakugo? Why are you narrowing in on me? Did I really hurt your feelings that badly that day? 
Bakugo gave her a look like he thought she was stupid. You can't hurt my feelings, Floaty. Don't give yourself that much credit. Okay, then why are you messing with me? I know something that day made you target me. He snorted. I'm not explaining myself to you, idiot. Ajako pinched the bridge between her eyes. This guy was so stubborn. Why can't you just be nice? Or just not mean for once? Can't we talk this out like adults? He seemed to consider her for a moment, then completely ignored her last questions like she'd never spoken. You're an idiot because you keep chasing after that scum. He's known the past two years. He's never done anything about it, but you think he will now? He shook his head, a tiny, cruel smile playing around his lips. You're the only one who doesn't see how pathetic you're being. At least I keep pushing because I know I can beat his ass again eventually. What are you doing? Achako's breath hitched in her throat. She felt like she'd just had all the wind knocked out of her. Had Deku really known she'd cared about him all this time? Was he trying to avoid her telling him? She wanted to refute Bakugo. She wanted to say, he was about to do something about it before you came along. But she didn't. Because what if he hadn't been about to say that? He could have been about to say a thousand other things. Even worse, what if he'd have been about to tell her he knew about her feelings the whole time and was going to turn her down before she'd gotten up the courage to confess? And if she told Bakugo she thought that he might have been about to confess to her, wouldn't he just laugh at her? You are... An asshole, she repeated, feeling tears welling up in her eyes, but trying to push them back down. Not for him, she told herself. He doesn't get my tears. Bakugo looked down at her with absolutely no sympathy and blinked slowly. Chaka wanted to punch him, wanted to scratch his eyes out, do something to hurt him as much as he'd just gut-punched her. They were quiet for a moment. It was near full dark now the last streaks of purple highlighting the horizon in the west. The outside lights blinked on as she collected herself enough to be sure her voice wouldn't crack when she said, You want this fight? You got this fight. You said before I should prepare for a world of regret? Well, I'm not regretting anything yet, Kachan. She saw a muscle tick in his jaw when she used the overly familiar name Deku often addressed him with. You really think you could beat Deku? She let out a sharp, mirthless laugh. You'll never even compare to him, as a hero or as a person. She saw his molten eyes get that glowing, dangerous, carnal look about them again. But, once again, she felt no fear. Why did standing up to him make her feel so powerful? She took one step closer to him, lowering her voice, taking as powerful of a stance as possible and poking her finger into his huge chest. By the end of this year, it'll be you who's sorry you fucked with me. I'll bring you lower than Deku ever could. He wasn't even trying. I will. A low growl erupted from Bakugo's throat as he lunged for her, dropping the groceries he'd been carrying. He grabbed the wrist of the hand she'd used to poke at his chest. Then, as she tried to quickly pull away, he grabbed her neck his fingers nearly wrapping fully around it. Achako's heart beat wildly. She went rigid, but showed him a face of defiance through her fear. His hold on her neck was not firm or choking. He just rested it there, because he knew it would scare her, because she knew she couldn't do anything to him before he could squeeze her airway closed. 
Would he really hurt me like that? She wondered as she felt his hot breath brush her face. He was breathing heavily, probably struggling to control his rage. No one really talked to him like that. She felt another surge of power go through her at the realization that it probably chafed him that she, of all people, was. He brought his face closer to hers and stopped, his lips not an inch from her ear. We'll see about that. A choco chunk. He quietly spoke into her ear, his warm breath rustling a small lock of hair displaced from a ponytail. Something in her chest felt tight at his voice. He was scaring her. She didn't know what she could say or do in this moment. His ashen hair was lightly brushing hers. She could see the muscles of his shoulders tensing under his thin shirt. She could smell him, the light scent of burnt-out matches catching in her nose. She almost snorted to try and erase the scent from it. He held her a few seconds longer, then opened his hands to release her. She immediately pushed back from him, a snarl coming to her lips, sending a death glare up at him. Bakugo took her in, held her gaze with those burning, deep, ruby eyes, his expression more calm now, considering. Then, he regathered his dropped groceries and headed toward the steps without a backward glance. Achako felt a light breeze caress her burning face and throat as she watched him ascend the few steps and enter the building. She closed her eyes as it cooled her and helped her settle her thoughts. Things had just gone from bad to worse between them, and now she had insisted Deku not intervene. She was on her own, against one of the most powerful, conceited, malicious people she had ever known. She knew she should be terrified, and maybe some teeny tiny part of her that felt some self-preservation was cowering. But mostly, she felt determined, maybe even amped up. She jumped up the stairs herself after a moment and entered the dorms, going straight to her room to start her homework. She'd forgotten about finding Deku to see what he'd intended to say to her. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this reading, please use the AO3 link in the description to give the author a well-deserved kudos and comment. Also, don't hesitate to message us on Twitter with your requests for fix to be read.